0: Right. Awesome. Speaking for uh, myself, Kevin and I were both educators and um, it was kind of time for a career change. And we're looking for something that's going to give us a good, comfortable retirement so that we'll be free to visit our grandkids when they come.
1: If they ever come. (laughs)
0: If they ever come. (laughs) We have two boys and, um, Neither one of them is currently dating anyone, so <laughs> who knows? Um, but that's kind of our main factor, you know, just to have that freedom to be comfortable and do what you want and travel. Karsten says passive income to get away from your nine to five.
1: Yes, <laughs> from the man. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. So I just encourage you to take that why, write it down on a sticky note, put it on your bathroom mirror, put it on your refrigerator. Uh, wherever you're going to see it to help you stay motivated. Uh, people without a strong why uh, find that it's easy to give up. Things don't work out right. The first 10 people you contact are not going to, um, you know, if, if, it does, if that doesn't work out, it's easy to give up.
1: And I always think about a local person here in, in Texas, Brant Phillips, who was down to um, – Fifty cents, I think. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he's practically broke, and he took out his credit card and he um, just maxed it out with about ten properties. And he had his goals written up on a big he, whiteboard. He t- a big whiteboard. He took a whiteboard and he put it up in his in his living room. <laughs> and I, I just think about that, and I think about. The, the goals that he put up on that whiteboard that he saw every day and his wife thought he was crazy and uh, he's doing Metting. very well today. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so um, I think what Becky said, you don't have to put a whiteboard up in your, <laughs> in Sticky your living notes room. Are a little less, Sticky notes a little will work, subtle. but um, just so that you see those, those goals and, and where you want to get, I think is really important.
0: All right, so we've got um, a few more of those whys. Um, Shadi says, more flexibility in work hours to spend more time with your son and make tons of money. <laughs> Craig, independence and freedom, that comes from it. Absolutely. All right, so uh, we have Kevin and myself today. And then, as I said, Marilyn will be joining a little bit later to talk about pre-foreclosures and subject two. We have some sponsors this morning. And so our first one is Bill with Centric Wealth.
2: Good morning, everybody. Bill Giffen, Centric Wealth, and I am a... Comprehensive uh, financial advisor, wealth manager. And so Centric Wealth, what we do is we focus on our clients' uh, point of view and their goals and values as everyone's different. Uh, just like as we've seen in the chats here, there are lots of different reasons people are here today and they're wise. And so we really want to focus on everybody's individual goals and values to create those customized plans for them. Uh, we are a fiduciary-based firm, which means we have a legal and moral obligation to do what's in the client's best interest, which we find is huge value, and I think most people would uh, as well. Uh, kind of give you a little bit of uh, background uh, about myself. I, too, am a formal, former educator. I taught high school for about eight years. Uh, so, coming from an education background, so I think that also is of huge value for our clients because we want to make sure they understand uh, the reasons and the whys we're putting these advices and these suggestions into play for them so that they understand the reasoning for that. Uh, so, it creates for a better understanding of everything uh, involved. Uh, some people will use us uh, within the uh, you know, the real estate world, uh, because they want a good balance and diversity within what they're trying to accomplish. They want both the the real estate world and as well as the traditional investment world. And so we can help do that. There are others within the real estate world that strictly want to stay within that real estate realm. And we do have sophisticated strategies to help within the real estate world as well. So that's why they had me come on and uh, help support them and, and, and give you all Uh, different advices and avenues and resources uh, to you. So if you have any questions, I'd love to have a conversation with you and uh, you can see my contact info there. And uh, you all have a great, great meeting. I I hope you all learn a lot, which I know you will. And I'd just like to thank uh, Becky, Kevin and Marilyn uh, for having me on. It's always a
3: pleasure, thank you.
0: All right, thank you Bill. All right, next we have Rick from Blink Lending.
3: Hey everybody, my name is Rick Seagal uh, with Blink Lending. We are your certified junk-free lender. Um, I've been in the mortgage business since 2005. Um, been with just about all size banks, and at Blink, what we do is we are a all-inclusive investor bank, and what that means is we'll help you with. We have our private money lending side or hard money, which is what we use for the fix and flips. We are we certified junk-free. We don't have any. Uh, we're junk fees, no junk fees at all. Um, We don't charge interest on your unused rehab budget. (laughs) Uh, What that means is that you're only paying interest on the money that you're using presently. Also, uh, we only have a 12.95 fee. We don't charge a payoff fee, we don't charge uh, draw fees, we don't charge inspection fees. Right now we're even waiving our, uh, our appraisal fee and we do all of this uh, in order just to be as common sense about private money lending as possible. Um, if you have a fix or flip, if you have a property you want to practice the Burr strategy, buy, rehab, rent, refinance, we can help you. We can accommodate you on all those fronts uh, on our brokerage side, which is where we do all our Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, 30 year mortgages. We can help you from start to finish. If you're wondering where you're going to get the, capital to get started. We can refinance any one of your properties that you currently have that has equity in it. Um, Rates are looking superb right now. They are dropping fast and it looks like they're going to be there for a a little bit. Um, But we can refinance any property. We can take equity out of the property, get you cash for future investments. We can help you buy any rent-ready property through through this portal. Uh, We'll offer 30-year fixed rates. Um, We also have a, you know, we can show you how to buy 10 houses in 10 months by utilizing private money and conventional money and help you really build that rental portfolio. Um, I'm here. All my contact information is in the chat. And uh, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Thank you very much.
1: Thanks, Rick. Can you uh, just elaborate on the
3: current market and just a little bit on the current market? So the current market it's rebounded quite nicely um there still is a little bit of emphasis and a little bit of um added uh added um rigor to uh self-employed people they are going to want a current year-to-date profit and loss but interest rates on a primary residence refinance are, are rapidly approaching under three percent, and you know I've been locking people under three percent for thirty-year fixed uh, on the conventional. I mean, on the investor side, um, rates are dropping below five percent. You know, with properly qualified clients, uh, with you know, with a little bit of added cost, you can buy the rate down to the low fours rather easily, and even had a few people get into three and a half percent. So uh that's all on the investor side the market is looks great and the ease of lending is also you know it, it's they have removed a lot of what was in the way of getting getting loans closed fastly and so we're able to close pretty fast and we're able to to get most of our clients up. really great rates right now
0: yeah that's awesome and that what that means is if you're buying and holding that means more cash flow and more profit yes. is the bottom line. Um, Kayla says, "What are some basic requirements to get lending from Blink?"
3: Um, well, so on the private money side, we like you know we these are just where we like to start. We have compensating factors, so we will we do uh, have clients that don't meet all of these, but we do like to see a healthy retirement account. Um, you know, something around six figures in the 401k, we do like to see some liquidity after closing. So we're not using every penny that you have during closing. Um, we, we like to see, uh, uh, 700 credit scores and we would you know, your skin in the game is important. We like to see 10% down or $10,000, whichever is greater. Um, and we do that, you know, all in an effort to make sure that we're, that our loans are good and, and, uh we can get you closed. And then on the conventional side, you know, we just want to see two years W-2s, most recent pay stubs and 60 days worth of bank statements. Uh, the conventional side will go down to 620, but some of those loans get a little, a little bit more expensive on the investor side. Um, so it gets a little more difficult to close. So on the investor side, I would say ideally you want to be around the 680 um, credit score just, to, just so that the, the fees don't get too out of control on the interest rate. All
1: right, thank you, Rick. And once again, his information is all there in the chat, so you can touch base with him if, you, if you're interested.
0: As his bills. Um, all right, next is AMBIT Energy. And Kevin and I started doing this, um, kind of being a consultant for AMBIT on the side because our first month we saved $60 on our electric bill. And so if you're looking for a low electric rate, Uh, please contact us and we can get you hooked up. Or um, also if you're looking for a passive investment or passive, not investment, sorry, passive income, (laughs) (laughs) you can also earn that through Ambit Energy um, by becoming a consultant yourself. So if you're interested in either of those opportunities, let me know. Ambit does have a program where if you sign up, I think it's 15 people under you, your electricity is free. So you have that going too. And if you get a lot of rental properties or whatever, when you're fixing and flipping, you can put all those under you and um, work towards that passive income. So again, let let Kevin or I know if if you are interested in either of those opportunities. All right, this event's brought to you by Real Estate IQ. We're number one in deal finding with over 45,000 leads every month. Talk about that later. I'd like to show you a video of what a couple of our current clients have to say about Real Estate IQ. Oops. Oops. Sorry about that. There we go. Take two. So
1: the main reason we got Real Estate IQ We needed the ability to quickly find opportunities in the MLS. We first didn't have access to the MLS, so
3: Real Estate IQ gave us that ability. But then there's no other way with a couple of clicks of buttons, you can suddenly look for an exact targeted list you're trying
1: to find. What's discounted at a certain rate? What's a good rental index that you should
3: buy for uh, buy and hold strategy type properties? Uh, That's really why I like the Real Estate IQ, especially. If you're new in the industry, it allows you to get a good view of the uh, certain areas, especially if you hear uh, a lot of people that start off get a hearsay of, oh, you should really invest in this area, it's a great area. Well, you can do that with acting like you live in the area and you know the uh, uh, market trends. You can do so in any part of Houston, in, in property values and this sort of things and after, after your uh, uh, investment um, uh, improvement value houses, you're able to, Um, look at those markets.
0: All right. If you would like to get a free 45-minute one-on-one deal finding training, um, Kevin and I are going to go through a lot of things today, but there isn't time to go through absolutely everything. Um, If you'd like to get a good in-depth one-on-one demo, just say yes to the poll question. And somebody will contact you and set that up at your convenience. Okay. So here's the plan for our deal finding training this morning. So we're going to look at the pre-foreclosure list and find find a property. We're going to do a comps analysis of it using our fast CMA, and we're going to calculate our offer. So one of the questions that new investors often have is how do I know how much to pay for the property? And so the generally accepted formula especially for new investors, is 70% of the ARV minus repairs. Kevin, what's the ARV?
1: Well, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We've been doing this for a while, and since uh, we we're on – um, we're not as uh, – I don't know. It's just it's just kind of funny since we, we were doing live events all the time and, and now we're on <laughs> online. It's just kind of totally different. But um, um ARB ARV is after repair value. And so um what you're looking for is is you you need to find out, and this is one of the most important things of what the property is worth. And so um, the way you do that is you, you have to scan what the other property sold for um, in, in the same area. And so um, what we do, and, and we're gonna walk through it um, here, but then when you find the exact ARV for a property, then you can subtract what you, th- what you believe are, are the repairs for that property, and there's some, there's a few um, top things that you look for, like the roof, the foundation, um, the the HVAC system,
0: paint carpet, <laughs> Sorry, all paint, those carpet, things, all
1: those little things, um, and then you subtract that from the ARV, and so we'll we'll get there. We'll we'll show you how to do that today, and. Um, I think we need to go to the next slide.
0: Well, the reason that it's 70% of the ARV.
1: I know, but we're going to get there.
0: No, we're, we don't have that on the slide.
1: <laughs> I know, but we can pull up the calculator.
0: So The reason that, that it's 70% is because um, that doesn't mean you're going to get 30% profit. It means you're going to get about 14 to 15% profit on average because that other 15% is going to be eaten up by closing costs with the title company, holding costs. uh, You have to get insurance for the property in case it burns down or something while you're fixing it up. Um, You have to pay to keep the electricity and the water on for the contractors to work. Um, And you have to pay interest on your money. So all of those things eat up about 15%. So that leaves you 15% profit. So if you buy a property at 80% minus repairs, 15% of that is still going to be eaten up. And so that would only leave you 5% profit. So then you're, and then if something goes wrong that you weren't expecting, you know, that's going to even eat that away. So this is your safety net right here.
1: Yes, and the house 700%. that we just flipped, um, uh, it, was, it was interesting because everything was working when we got in there and then um, all of a sudden the water heater went down and so that was a about a thousand dollars to get fixed and so yeah. it was a thousand dollars that we weren't expecting in that and so um it's always good to have that cushion
0: and there's always something like that <laughs> guaranteed Every deal. All right, so we're gonna look at our off-market leads. These are updated daily. They come straight from the court documents. So I'm gonna go to my email, which I had on my off-market leads, and then I clicked off of it to the link for this meeting. So I'm gonna have to go back and pull that up again. All right, off-market leads. Here you can see I get them for Florida, Atlanta. We have commercial off-market leads. Um, I'm just gonna go to our regular off-market leads list.
1: And this is great because this is an email that you get every single day and it's updated every 24 uh, every 24 hours and so um you get monday through friday and it's it's just great because it's 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 updated all the time so um we start with probate and airship and so um
0: Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. if somebody passes away and they've got a property, exactly, um, their heirs might not even be living nearby. And all of a sudden, they've got this property. They're going to have to pay taxes on it. You know, what are they going to want to do with it? So,
1: sure. And the pre foreclosure list, as you see, um, uh, actually I was wrong. There's there's seven of them, um, and so that that list is growing all the time. Um, and like Becky said earlier. Um, there, there may be some um, areas that it, within that that you can, really, you can really look at. And so that's what we're going to look at today. But um, the next list is appointment of substitute trustees. And uh, that one is kind of a unique list, because those are, um, those are what um, the trustee is assigned to. Um, for the pre-foreclosure list. And so as, as we get into that, you'll see that the trustee at the auctions is the person that shows up and, and, and sells the property. And so sometimes that list is done four to six weeks um, prior to um, the pre-foreclosure. And so uh, it's kind of a pre, pre-foreclosure list.
0: Let me go to evictions. Yep. Okay, eviction notices. And evict people. Um, well, it, actually, this only applied if the landlord has a has a conventional loan and FHA, Fannie Mae, one of those. Um, then they're not allowed to kick somebody out right now because of COVID. Um, th- that is ending. Different places have different rules about um, when. I know some of it ended. I don't. I'm not even sure if it's been extended or not but this notice you know if you can't pay your your rent you're going to get kicked out and so if a landlord's having to kick people out uh, they're a good lead because they might be tired of dealing with that property and all those issues All right, next we have liens so we have three different types of liens on this list we have hoa liens and hoas can foreclose if you don't pay them um, also mechanics liens which means a contractor didn't get paid, you know. You redo your kitchen or something. If you don't pay the contractor, they can put a lien on your house. And then the third one is hospital liens. So when somebody has a lien on their house, that um, impacts the sale of that property. And so some of these homeowners might think they can't sell it with that lien on there. And they also probably have financial problems. So that's why they're good leads.
1: I'd like to skip the tax sale and go to delinquent tax first because um, they, they run hand in hand. If you're delinquent in your taxes, obviously you're gonna wind up on the tax sale list. And so um, that one, uh, my understanding is they've done some of the things online right now. And so that might be something that you wanna check out. Um, but if you're in delinquent tax, then obviously you're gonna wind up at the auction for a tax sale, and so both of those lists run hand in hand.
0: Next, we have code violations, so that means somebody's not mowing their grass, maybe there's trash piling up on the property, um, maybe the roof is caving in or something like that, uh, which means that likely there's nobody living there, or if there is somebody living there, they're not able to take care of their property, and so you know they might be better off living somewhere else where they don't have all that upkeep. And so that makes those all motivated sellers.
1: Yes, and the next one is loan modifications. Um, I think this list is gonna uh, skyrocket um, because of the trouble that people are gonna be in. Again, these are all people that are in distress. um, And if they haven't paid their mortgage, they're gonna try to work something out with the bank Whole thing has happened i don 't know, but we know that a high percentage of people that do loan modifications um, can 't make their payments so if 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 their normal payment was twelve hundred dollars a month and they make a loan mod for fifteen hundred dollars a month with their bank, um, a lot of times um, they they can't pay their they can't pay their mortgage because if they couldn't pay twelve hundred they're not going to be able to pay fifteen hundred dollars so um, I think that's that's going to skyrocket from um, this whole situation that we're going to and the last one is divorce and uh, <laughs> I don't know I haven't done much with that list I'm, I'm kind of scared of it but um, getting in a a three way situation with two people that can't get along because um, you have to have both. If they're, if, if if they're both, both, if they're both on the on the, uh, help me out here. On the title, yeah, on the mm-hmm. title. If they're both on the title, then uh, why <laughs> you have to get both of them to sign it? So,
0: <laughs> in, in some cases, this will show that the property has already been awarded to one person or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes that hasn't happened yet, and you would have to get both. A house for ten dollars, yeah, because the uh, man was charged with selling the house and he was supposed to give half to his wife, and she wasn 't getting nothing so he <laughs> actually sold it yeah, <laughs> yeah, actually sold it for ten dollars, so crazy things happen all right, so we 're going to go back up to the pre foreclosure list, and we kept all these past we usually get rid of them once the auction happens. these are by auction date. So these were the filings for the April auction, which didn't happen. Um, And then now uh, there are, it's kind of interesting. Houston has had their, they've done the tax sale auction for in June and July. And there were a few properties um, that were auctioned on the mortgage side. So at this point, it's kind of anybody's guess what's going to happen. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of crazy, but at some point, you know, we give you this lead mainly so that you can get to the people before the auction, because once it gets to the auction, you've got competition from out of state hedge funds that don't care really how much they pay. They're just trying to buy up properties. Um, And so some often the price goes way up. And so it's this is to get to the person before, so regardless of when the a- auction actually is, it will happen at some point. And so, you know, some people might be like, "There's no way I'm ever going to get out of this. I just want to get out. I just want to get out now so I can start fresh."
1: And some of the banks have have gone to like auction.com. Yeah, and and have have sold properties in that. Online. online fashion. And so if you're not familiar with auction.com, I know they're not sponsoring today, but um, that's a good connection that you might want to look at.
0: All right. So we're going to pull up the August pre-foreclosure list, which I already opened it up right here. And uh, at least at the time of the filing, here's when it was recorded and here's when we entered it into our spreadsheet.
1: Okay, and the nice thing about this, um, all our lists are on Excel. And so you can manipulate the list however you want. You can, you can sort it by, um, by city. Um, you could sort it by zip code if you wanted to. Um, however you wanna do that, it's, it's really easy to do in, in, a, in a spreadsheet like this. So all of our spreadsheets are, are set up in Excel, or you could do it um, in Sheets. If you want, and that's what I do, I, I use sheets and I, I just download, I, I sort it by row I or column I, and uh, I sort it by all the Katie homes because that's where we live. And so um, at first I was running around all over, all over Houston <laughs> and that would have them not, uh, well, we, we door knock. And so
0: well, we did, uh, we did <laughs> be
1: prior to COVID, but, um, and we can talk a little bit about our premium list too that has the phone numbers and the email addresses that uh, we use. So, anyway. But
0: if you wanted to just drop cards on the mm. doors, you know, or send out mailers, you could do a, a mail merge to send out mailers or just go around and drop cards on the door. And, never know somebody might answer (laughs) or come to it all right so we also give you all the information about the property that you need Uh, beds baths, square footage garage pool you're built all that kind of stuff
1: but the most important line here is s and t and what i look at when i when i'm I'm sorting my properties. I look at what the equity is in the house because that's where the money is, and so I'll usually drop anything in in, in column T that is um, 25% or lower. Um, I usually get rid of those properties because they're not they're not worth my time. Um, when I first started out, um, I just copied everything and contacted everybody and. <laughs> then i realize with if somebody's really upside down i really can't i really can't help them in any way so um i look at column t and I'll, I'll i'll sort those and and drop anything and and that's just me 25%. now there's other people that will think okay i want those lower ones i want those lower percentages because i can do a short sale on them. and so um there's different methods and you just need to decide <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> what's what's the best for you
0: but if you're just starting off you are going to probably want at least 20 25% equity so remember i talked about that 70% rule 20% equity is starting at 80% however that's only if you're going to pay cash and pay for the whole house, buy the whole house outright. Marilyn's going to talk about how you can get the property subject to the existing financing. And that Mm -hmm. gives you a little bit more uh, wiggle room in there, actually, when you don't have to come up with all the money at the beginning.
1: And that's actually what we did on our last flip. And so um, it's a great way to go um, and less money up front.
0: So here's the assessed and appraised value. This is the appraised value according to the county. And the assessed value, which is the same unless there are other.
1: Is usually less than what you would um, actually actually. sell it for. And so it gives you a little bit of cushion room in there.
0: And these columns are just to help do the math, to help the formula, but it'll tell you what kind of loan it is, it'll tell you if there was a loan modification, these people had a loan modification and here they are back on the foreclosure list. Um, Here's the legal description. They often use that at the auction.
1: Yeah, which is important if you ever go, if you haven't been to an auction before, um, the only way you can look at a property is by the legal description. The address is not gonna do you any good. And so um, you have to keep that in mind if you're going to track a property to the auction um, and possibly buy it there.
0: Or you could sort this by subdivision. You could do a search a control F find and uh, use that to find properties near you or in a certain neighborhood that you're looking for. Um, sometimes the person on the deed is not the person who's in the house or even the person paying the mortgage. So here's the owner's first last name and their address.
1: Right. And it doesn't do you any good to contact the renters in that in <laughs> right. that situation. Well um, maybe.
0: Maybe. If, maybe if they don't uh, if they don't know that they're if they're paying their rent and the owner's not paying the mortgage,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> might uh it caused a few issues there. It,
1: it could freak them out. <laughs> yeah.
0: Colin. <laughs> and so looking at these properties, um, in this market right now, the safest properties are those under two or 250 in value. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking at these, looking at the equity and looking at where they are. So any of these first ones, this top one's a little high maybe to put it in that sweet spot to where the market really hasn't dipped for properties in, the, in that price range at all. Um, there, in fact, there have been less homes on the market, which means if you're trying to sell one, it's better for you because mm-hmm. there's less competition. So I'm going to look at this one, I think. Number six has 68,000 equity. That's 35% and it's in spring. So I'm gonna take this address and copy that.
1: Now, one of the things that's important on our off-market leads is that, (laughs) she skipped on me.
0: Go ahead, No, go ahead. Well,
1: go back to the list, please. Okay, there we go. Um, One of the things that's important is we look at the square footage So it's like 2,300 square feet, and it was built in 1983. We have to keep that in mind when we're looking at the list first before we jump over to our website and and do um, a comparative market analysis or what's called a a CMA. And so um, that's where Becky's going right now. She's going to...
0: This is, this is the page that you see when you first log in. Um, it just has some heat map reports. Those are kind of cool, kind of show you where the deals are. Information about the discounted deals on the MLS, the rental deals on the MLS. This is our MLS platform right here. And here's how many new listings. So there's still a, quite a bit of activity in Houston. I'm gonna go here to Fast CMA.
1: And again, that's comparative market analysis.
0: what investors call
1: comps right so we're really trying to find out what this house is worth
0: so i pasted it the address here and i'm going to look up and then here's this did you mean so if this property had been listed on the mls in the last five years or so it would tell when it sold when it was pending whatever this is a different property Google says, hey, did you mean this one? No, we didn't, we want this one. And this one has not been on the MLS, so there was no information there by it. So we know that this is a single family house, it's not a townhouse. And it was built in 1983, if you remember. And it was 2309 square feet. So now you notice we have three choices here, ARV distance, only goes out a half a mile, and it will find properties um, that have sold most recently and are closest to the subject property. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones it will choose, but it will show all sold comps within that half a mile that are within 20% of the square footage and within 10 years plus or minus of the year built. So, and then we also have ARB subdivisions. So depending on what part of the town you're in, that subdivision could mean a big difference and this this one also goes out a mile. So if you're not finding enough on the distance that will go out a little further and then- Be- Because
1: even in a deal that we've done before um, in Memorial, um, you know that on, on one side of the street, the houses are like $300,000. And on the other side of the street, they're half a million dollars. And so (laughs) you have to pay attention to the subdivisions because if uh, you don't, because the ARV is very important to define. And so make sure you're in the right area. And that's why I always go to the subdivision first.
0: And since I'm not, by the way, these two, single-family detached, freestanding, They're the same thing. It just depends on which words the agent used when they entered the information. So we want it to pick up both of those. So I went to subdivision. Custom CMA lets you set your own. You could adjust the recency, the distance. So if you're not getting enough comps with the distance or the subdivision, you might want to do custom. And then I'm just going find comparables. Wow, there's a lot in that area. 29 sold, five active, only five active, six leased. So then I'm just gonna go run CMA, and here we go. Based on our first first run, the computer's algorithm is saying it's, the ARV is gonna be about 227,000. So now we can look down here at the comps and decide if we agree with the computer or not. So remember the computer is choosing them based on being in the same subdivision first, and it's going to choose recent ones, it's gonna choose the best match. So it's a pretty complicated algorithm that looks at a bunch of different things. So as we look at these, this one sold 296 days ago, so that's why the computer didn't choose that one, right? You want them to be within six months. Right now with COVID, it's more accurate, actually anytime. If you can go within the last three months, that's going to be even uh, the best comp. So, this one is 50, sold 58 days ago. And our dog just, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but our dog just left some gas near us. That's pretty bad. <laughs> that's why we're looking around. <laughs> He's on the floor at our feet and, whoo, okay. <laughs> I think I'm going to let him out. <laughs> that's probably a good idea. Okay. Um, So yeah, so this looks like a good comp based on 58 days ago. So that's recent. It's sold after 10 days on the market. So this is some good information right here, because that's going to tell you how long you're going to have to hold that property, how long, you know, get an idea of how long it's going to take you to sell it. So that looks pretty good. The other thing I look at is this price per square foot. So if if they're all in a certain range and you see one that's a lot less, then it's probably has not been fixed up. And so that's kind of the main thing I look at there. So as I scroll over, this one sold 38 days ago after just 12 days on the market. So this looks like a pretty hot area. It sold for $80 a square foot. Um, It's a little bit bigger than ours. And so that's to be expected. Uh, A larger home will sell for uh, less per square foot than a smaller home right next door. So you expect this to be a little smaller than this one, although that one was still not a huge difference there. So 80 is square foot, 89. I can scroll over. The computer didn't choose these again because right here, they sold almost a year yeah. ago. This one's not too bad. It sold 130 days ago. It was on the market for 149 days. Whoosh, I wonder why. So I'm to come down here. Here's where you can compare the square feet, the bed and bath. And these say NA over here because this property remember was not on the MLS and all the data for this part of our system comes from, directly from the MLS. So that property information wasn't in there but we know from our spreadsheet, it was a 42.1 also. So the other nice thing is if I can come down here to the MLS number and look at the agent's remarks about it. So the one that sold less, was it was this one number seven This single story home offers a living room with wet bar master suite walk-in closet and a two-car garage hmm. that's telling me because mm-hmm. it's not saying anything about the condition of that property that tells me that it was probably probably needs some updating and was not fixed up you have to com- you know compare that to this one that says gorgeous updated um everything you've been waiting for, this meticulously maintained home, um, those kind of words. You're looking for things like this, mega updates. (laughs) Because remember the after repair value, after it's been fixed up, that's what we're looking for.
1: And you really want to compare, um, when, when she goes into the pictures here, you really want to compare what the houses are and how you're going to fix it up So if all of the houses have granite countertops, you're gonna wanna put granite countertops in in the house that you're gonna flip. And so I I think that's important. That um, And now she's in the pictures, and so we can compare those. Now, of course, because this is an off-market lead, we don't have pictures of the house or the property that we're looking at. So um, that takes me into thinking about due diligence And what it means to go and and look Mm -hmm. at the property if you can, and uh, contacting uh, the owner or being able to walk through, Um, we've done that before, Um, and it's it's it really gives you an idea of the condition of the house um, that you're looking at.
0: And when you're when you're dealing with a foreclosure list. Um, if you've gotten their trust enough that they're going to try to make a deal with you, they're going to show you their house.
1: And by the way, Agreeable Gray is going out. And I'm, I'm very happy about that. And you can put comments if you, if you like it. I, it's a beautiful home. That's, they did a really nice job. But I'm not a big fan of Agreeable Gray.
0: <laughs> Which is what this is. But you can see, you know, nice tile backsplash. This one has a shaker-style cabinets. Um, this looks like a nice tile. The wood-look tile's on the floor. Uh, the other floor looks like it's probably, if I go back, that could be wood, but I think it's probably laminate, probably maybe the luxury vinyl laminate or something like that. So again, like Kevin said, if they're putting in granite, you want to put in granite because if you put in marble, I think marble's a lot more expensive. Then um, you know you're not going to recoup that cost. And if you put in, if you just keep laminate, this is just an example of the overall rehab. <laughs> um, it's not going to sell like one that was fixed up more nicely. So you can see that this one is blue. And this one is blue and this one is white. So for this one, the computer is not using this one as a comp. These are the ones the computer is using as a comp. So we can kind of straight look straight to those. And so we can do a quick mouse over this way, or we can click to see them larger like this one. So here's, hmm. this one is still laminate. Yeah. Right here. They did put a nice updated sink in there and this looks like a nice... We
1: updated the cabinets.
0: There's some uh, nice tile in the bathroom. Not, not, not a whole lot of information about that one. That one was number 10. So we can go back then, and you can see this one has been, did, they did the granite on that one. So you can s- look through all of them or just the ones that the computer selected. And you can change
1: any one of them. I mean, if you feel like there's one that, that uh, you want to add, and, of course, that will change the ARV automatically. And simply, it's, it's, there are checkboxes on the left side. So if she checks that one, you can see that it's, it's changed the ARV to 217. Yep,
0: I'm going to take it back out again. Maybe in trouble's clicking. There we go. There <laughs> so now it's not a lot of difference yeah, there, just a, a less than, less than a thousand dollar difference in there. So you the can other- also
1: go to the map and that that's one of my favorite things to do because I, I look at it and the star property is uh, of course the one that we're, we're hoping to buy. Um, but I want to know why number one and number twenty-five, um, some of the closer ones in that area, that why the computer didn't select. So I can always jump back to my list and say, okay, hmm, I wonder why number one and number twenty-five. The grays are the the ones that the computer didn't select, and. Uh, the blues are the ones that the computer did select. So you see this one off of TC Jester Boulevard. That's kind of really far away from our property.
0: Well, it's not that far, but that's a major street. Yeah, it so is. Usually when you cross a major street, uh, you know, that changes the subdivision, changes the part of the houses. So I could say based on here, I don't want to use 14. So I'm going to unselect it and it takes... Took it out now i'm at 215 for my arv so the other cool thing about the map and especially since we don't have pictures of this house is we can take the little google guy and drop him and check out the neighborhood that's not a pretty color <laughs> it's a mature neighborhood nice trees i'm going to go to the other side of the street because somehow i missed my property there it there is, it is. See this little star there is telling me that's the house. This is our subject property. This is the one on the pre-foreclosure list. So that's the one we would go visit. So you can see what's, you know, you can see what's next to it. It's
1: pretty well-cut.
0: Yep, garage in the back. And now keep in mind that uh, with Google, these pictures could be up to about three years old. You never, you never know, so. (laughs) There is a way to look it
1: up. But. We always drive by the property because sometimes um the MLS and I'll just tell a quick story here. Um we visited a house in umble when and we looked at everything um that was on the MLS and and uh we we decided, hey, this looks like a good place that we might want to flip. And so we drove, you know.
0: It looked like an easy rehab. <laughs> it
1: did. Uh, until we got there and uh, the realtor didn't even show up. He just gave us the lockbox code, and and we went in there, and I, I just about dropped um, because I'm very sensitive, and there's there was mold. Oh, it was terrible. Um, so that's the first thing we encountered when we walked in the door.
0: And none of and that then, was on the MLS pictures. The MLS pictures made it look like a light, easy yeah. rehab, and... <laughs> It was not. <laughs> it was
1: not. It had a pool that was almost completely destroyed, and no garage. The garage had been changed into uh, a bedroom, and uh, so there was there was were a in lot of things. Closing the walls
0: and the ceiling and the kitchen, and and that
1: takes the value way way down. <laughs> so we made an offer. We didn't get it, but it's yeah, all right. It
0: a pretty low offer. <laughs> That's okay. Better to not get the offer than take a you know pay too much and not and not make money or even lose money. So yeah, we can use the map to adjust our comps too, so that once we're done adjusting, we can feel pretty confident that this is our ARV. Um, We can also go here to investment summary and let let it run the numbers for us. So let's say we're paying cash and we get it for one hundred and fifty thousand. That would be, the, oh, I'm good. There's our 30% discount that we're looking for. Um, or if so we have 65,000 difference to do the rehab and pay our costs and get our profit. We also have the rental index here. That's the percentage of the purchase price that you can recover in your monthly rent. So some people preach that you should have a, at least one percent.
1: Yeah. So um, if your uh, house is one hundred thousand um, dollars, you you expect to pay to get one thousand, or least, you expect to get one thousand dollars in rent. That's how that works.
0: A lot of investor, well, hard money lenders. So if you go to Rick for a loan, he wants to see a rental index of one point two five, and a lot of investors that I know. They're looking for 1.4, 1.5 or above. So it's really important to, uh, if you're going to rent it out, or if you're going to try to wholesale it to somebody who's going to rent it out, um, that's pretty important to to know that rental index. And you can look at the lease comps and and evaluate that the same way we did with the sold ones. So we can look at these and say, which ones do we want to use in our calculation of the average rent price? And you can look through how much the different homes are rented out for in that area.
1: The other thing that that's, uh, there are five non-active, you point to that. Mm-hmm. There are five non- non-active homes uh, on this market. And so th- those are people that were on the MLS wanting to sell. And for some reason, it, it took the length of, of their realtor and it, it fell out of contract. And so those non-active homes, those might be people that you might be interested in because they might be somebody that, that still wants to sell their house but hasn't been able and they're willing to take a cash offer
0: on that. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to be in the neighborhood, you know, it's good to contact those owners as well and see, see what they're willing to do. Another nice feature here is our report and share. And so this lets you create a report that you can send to a business partner, to a lender, to a, if you're going to wholesale it, a potential buyer. And you can make it give whatever information you want it to give. If you don't want it to give those non-actives, you can take it off. If you don't want it to show, no. If I go to retail report, Right here is the asking offer price. Now this is zero because this wasn't listed on the MLS. If it had been and you didn't want people to see that it had been on the MLS and what they were offering, you can take that off. And then it only gives the sold ARV. This is like an ARV based on the other active listings and then the least comp amount. And so here's all the MLS data, which obviously we don't have. Here's the comps, just the ones that we left checked. So, if, uh, if so that it's only including the ones that we want. Same with active, least, and then if it were on the MLS and there were pictures, the pictures would be included in this report as well. So that's kind of a cool feature. I'm going to go back to our CMA. Um, MLS details you can get here. You can change the CMA criteria here um, so that you can really be confident in your pricing and in the offer that you make. Um, So just to show you the other things that we have here. Um, We have MLS deal finder. So this is going to let you search for properties that are listed on the MLS below market value. So I can go to new search and I can set all of my search criteria and say what kind of a discount I want, what kind of a rental index I want. Um, You can set your price range. Yeah yeah so I can I can can
1: kind of um, I use this all the time and I just love it Um, like Becky said you can do a quick search right away and it'll give you a 20% discount on any property um, that's below market value up to 20% that's that's a quick one I like using the new search because I can I can put the information in that I need and um go over here and in this situation I could I could change the discount percentage um to like 30% or I've even done 40% or 50% below market value to really find something that um uh, you know is a diamond in the rough and so um that this, this kind of search. And then the other thing that I really like is I can do it by zip code. And so we have four zip codes, four main zip codes in Katy. And then um, I've picked two that are just adjacent to just right around the edge of Katy that are in Houston. And uh, um, I put those in and it, it I, I can save that search which is down here at the bottom, I can save that. And when I save it, then it, um, it allows me to go back um, and uh, run that search as many times as I want to. Um, I can also go in and I can, um, I, I, I can tell it to send me an email all the time. And so you want to say about, yeah.
0: Yeah, if if you save as automated search, right here, it's going to send you an email whenever something that meets your criteria comes on the market. And that email is going to look just like the PDF report that I showed you.
1: And so that's a really cool feature.
0: Okay. next we have our county data finder. And this is where you can pull a list of properties from the tax records that you could market to. So absentee owners, um, out of state owners, you can make sure they have equity by saying, I want people that have owned their house since before 2010, for example. Um, you can create your list of single family, you can do multi family lots, of mobile homes farm and ranch, commercial, any of those categories, you can narrow your search by city zip code or even subdivision. If you're looking for a vacant lot, you can um, limit the value or the size of that lot. Um, You can limit it to three bedrooms, two baths if you want, uh, built after a certain year if you don't want really old homes.
1: And this is a database that allows you to pull up um, a huge amount of information. So if you're interested in doing mailings, for example, we have a lot of clients that use um, this feature on our website um, just for their mailings. And it's easy because it all <laughs> drops down, and you can you can uh, send in your lists and and. Uh, mhm. And go forward.
0: Right, and you can choose as many or as few of these criteria to narrow your search and create a really focused list to market to. You can also use this to search the ownership of the tax records by just putting in an address and it'll give you the ownership information for it. Um, And then if you wanted to contact the owners through email or phone numbers, you could use our on-demand skip tracing service and submit your list. And um, you can see that it's really reasonable. That's a really low price, 17 to 19 cents if you do a lot of them. Um, but even you know, if, if you're just starting out and you're gonna just call a few people for 25 bucks, you can do up to 75 addresses. So if, that's, if you're doing it by yourself, that'll probably keep you busy for a while. So when you can use this service, actually, even if you're not signed up for the rest of our service. We also have a deal analysis calculator and a um, rehab budget calculator to help you get a quick estimate for that rehab cost. So I'm gonna go back to our slides here. There's our slides. All right, so we offer, a deal analysis suite plan for just 15 bucks a month. So if you're just getting started, you just wanna be able to evaluate deals from wholesalers or something like that, you're not ready to market yet, but you wanna run comps and start practicing that, 15 bucks a month, our deal analysis suite gives you fast CMA, which is what we did with that property to run those comps, the repair estimator and the deal analyzer calculators. So we also have our deal finding suite, which includes the off-market leads that we showed you, the county data finder and the MLS deal finder, as well as the things in the deal analysis suite. And that price varies by whether you're looking for a single county or a metro area um, or anything like that.
1: And again, these off-market leads that you're seeing right now, um, they come to you every single day. And so that's, that that's cool and they're updated every 24 hours and so all that information comes exactly from the courthouses um it's not third party information or anything like that it's it's from the courthouse and so um this information goes out to a lot of investors and so it's really something that you can jump on first come first serve right
0: exactly all right, so our premium leads include the skip tracing. So that means when you open up this list, the pre-foreclosure list, and you scroll past what I showed you, it's going to have email addresses, phone numbers, <clears throat> um, and, and landline. Yep.
1: So five five cell phone numbers, five landline numbers, and five email addresses.
0: And then it's also going to give you a close relative and their contact information so that if you're really, somebody's really not answering or they're not living there and you can't find them, you can go to a relative as well.
1: And that one's kind of important during this time because we're all online and um, door knocking is probably not. The best thing to do right now. um, I don't know. We've had people
0: coming to our doors lately, (laughs) so maybe it's time to start again. (laughs) It
1: just depends. Um, You know, and and the frequency of of somebody answering the door. Becky is a little bit more um, risky than I am in the the door knocking. She'll open up the mailbox and look in it.
0: (laughs) I don't touch anything, I just look to see if it's got that yellow vacant. That's the only time exactly. I open it, is if it looks vacant, I'll peek in to see if it's got that yellow vacant thing from the post office. And then and then I know it's vacant and it's safe to- uh,
1: Yeah, one time we windows. were looking at a vacant house and uh, um, I'm standing at the door, kind of looking at the different things that had been dropped off at the door. And the next thing I know, <laughs> she's opening up the door. <laughs> in the house because she went around the back and uh, um,
0: The door was unlocked. The
1: door was unlocked. And so um, we actually got into that house and took pictures and (laughs) it 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 was totally vacant. So there wasn't anybody living there. So,
0: yeah. (laughs) Um, David, the fast CMA, the $15 a month is for just one metro area like just Houston. Um, I think for $30 a month, you can get it for all of Texas. Um, County Data Finder, I showed you that, and the MLS Deal Finder showed you that. We also have a Knowledge Vault with some great uh, videos and frequently asked questions and all that kind of stuff. And a great customer service with, we guarantee a two-hour response. It's not even ever that long anymore. And now we're, open, now we're answering the phones from 6 in the morning until 9 at night. So that's great to know you can get a live person. Okay, uh, we have some freebies for you that you can uh, get, just forget being here today. So if you'd like to get those heat maps that I talked about, or we also have our deal of the day, which is a live MLS deal that we analyze with our system and blast it out. It's a live deal you could actually make an offer on, um, but it's also a great educational tool as well, to kind of let you let you know what's going on in the market.
1: And I'll just say that we had a client that said, Oh my goodness. I, <laughs> you, you have to be fast on that one because there's, you know, it goes out to a lot of people. And so you have to be fast on the deal of the day. Otherwise you lose it. And so Speed. Yeah, timing is everything in yeah. this business. And the faster you get to people, um, the better off you are.
0: Yeah. So if you're feeling like you'd like to get started, you can just put that in the chat for Kevin and I. We can we could call you today and get you started after this, after this meeting. Or um, if you want more information, you'd like to see some of this again, see those other things in more depth. If you didn't say yes to the demo before, you can just put demo please right now in the chat and somebody will reach out to you. Jeff. Uh, Marilyn's on, I believe. She is. yeah. All right. There's a couple, a couple demos in there. So Jeff will take care of that and make sure you get contacted. All right. We also have this new community portal and we're really excited about this. This is like a Facebook just for real estate investors. And so we have, um, when, once you join the community, just go to realestateiq.co at the top, click on community. Uh, We have an overall feed that's like your Facebook feed, but we also have some different groups. So I've got a, we've got a Houston deal finders lounge here for people that invest in Houston. So if you're in Houston, please join that. I also have a women in real estate group. So please join that if that applies to you. And then we have a bunch of other groups for different, um, you know, for different different interests and different areas. So um, Marilyn, I thought we had and you on in a group here, but I so we'll have to work on that.
1: And we also have, um, you know, uh, we're expanding, and so we're opening up markets in Florida and Georgia. Um, our uh, off-market leads are already set up for both Florida and Georgia, and so we're excited about that. And uh, we're we're going to expand nationally at, at some point, and so. Um, And that'll that'll happen very soon. So we're excited about that and the the growth of of the company.
0: And you can also go here and see our other upcoming events. Um, And then the marketplace will help you get connected with great people like Rick and Bill that can help your business in other ways as well. So, all right. With that, we're going to turn it over to Marilyn and she's gonna talk about how you can work those foreclosures that we showed you on that list and actually get the deals.
4: All right, how are you? Good, how are you? I am doing awesome. I'm here, i um, excited to, to hear uh, all our people here today. Thank you for joining us. I mean, it's a Saturday and, and instead of being in, in bed, sleepy heads, right? We're here uh, talking about real estate investing. And so I am going to see if everybody's paying attention and can tell me what is an ARV. Let's see. Anybody? Very good. Kayla responded. After repair value. Awesome. So, yes, those are the stuff that we actually talk um, and real estate, um, you know, and, and we actually, uh, go and, uh, you know, we talk about after repair values, we talk about appraiser, and, um, I know you guys were laughing about it, but it's like the repetition of it is very important so we can, um, you know, have those, um, actually that language on real estate investing. So thank you for joining me. I know that we talk about uh, how to find those deals and how to come in and, and use actually Real Estate IQ for finding those deals um, or those uh, good deals. Um, and, and I think, I mean, I partner with Real Estate IQ because Real Estate IQ actually is The real thing (laughs) is it's it's a good software to have to being able to find those motivated sellers and being able to um, Actually get those uh, really good deals with uh, a lot of equity and just taking over somebody existing mortgage. Uh, We can go ahead. I don't know if I can share my screen over here. Can I share. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Yep. Okay, I am going to continue and share my screen. Uh so today we're going to talk about um purchasing real estate uh with a uh, subject to finance. What that means, right? And and what a, a good deal looks like. That's the first question. I mean my my background is I'm been doing real estate for the past 8 8 years and I started in 2012. So pretty much I got started and then I uh, I started doing wholesaling, okay? So what is wholesaling? It's pretty much find uh, motivated sellers or somebody who is actually uh, going to give the house very discounted. And so um, I find and I, I learn how to find those motivated sellers and how to uh, negotiate those prices on those houses very, very uh, discounted and very deep. And so I actually uh, learned how to get a house that is $100,000 worth, or that's the ARV, the after repair value uh, for maybe 60,000, right? How did I do that? Or who will actually uh, give you a house? Technically it's for free, right? I mean, not for free, but it's very discounted, uh, 50 cents on a dollar or something like that, right? It has to be somebody who is very motivated, obviously has to be somebody that has equity on the house. So what is equity? Uh, Well, equity is the difference between what you own on a house or your loan amount and the value of the house. So uh, I have a house, um, my husband bought our house actually on a floor crusher. So my loan in my house is about 150 but the value today, if I go and sell it, he bought it like five years ago. Uh, if i if i bought uh, if I, I go and sell this house today 's day, I can sell it for two sixty so we do have a hundred thousand dollars in equity in our house that's what equity means right so what we're looking for when we have houses and that we are looking for good deals is buying houses that has really good equity positions. Or houses that you can rent and that you can create a cash flow. Okay, so what that means? Um, if you get a house that you can rent, let's say on a subject two, you got it and you took over. And we're gonna we're gonna go over what exactly subject two means. Okay, so pretty much, um, if you if you have a house and somebody wants to give it to you because they cannot afford it. Uh, The things to look at is the equity position and also how to uh, go ahead and take that uh, existing mortgage, but also rent it out, right? So how we make money on real estate is by creating that cash flow um, like you take somebody existing mortgage and the mortgage is only a thousand that's with taxes and insurance, right? And so you turn around and rent it for 1500. So you are creating a passive income of $500. Okay. So that's what we're looking for when we're taking over somebody existing mortgage. So we, we saw this morning uh, with real estate IQ, how to actually find uh, they you know, they created this genius person, right created this software uh, software that actually can send us those leads and and so at the beginning, I mean when I started, it was a little hard because I needed to go and and find those public data and records to contact these motivated sellers. Now we have uh, companies like real estate Iq helping us to to just get on a website or get an email. And, and actually find those um, those motivated sellers uh, or or those people that wants to give you the house or they are very motivated because they can afford the mortgage, right? So so let's talk about that today. How you can actually purchase real estate on under the existing finance? Okay. So what is subject to what that means? Uh, by the way, this is a disclaimer. I am not um, an attorney, right? So, so you guys, uh, I'm giving you my, my, my opinion on how I have done deals, real um, taking over people's existing mortgage, but I am not an attorney. So, preferred crushers, right? We're looking at the preferred crushers list. Uh, these people, what that means, these people stop making those mortgages, right? And so, by the way, I I told you I got started eight years um, on 2012 uh, doing real estate and investing. And then I start closing deals one after another after another. I focus on uh, technically I focus on wholesaling, right? I am focusing on finding those motivated sellers, putting the house under contract with little to no risk and assigning those contracts for a fee. So I'm still having uh, Sukasa USA is a company that does wholesaling and, and my main focus is to find those wholesale deals or those discounted properties and assign them. Um, now I do own um, between me and my husband, we own about 40 properties. And we do have uh, different, uh, different things that we do in our business. We do owner finance, we do rent to own, we actually do um, subject tools, we take over people's mortgages and then we rent them out or we go and flip them. Um, so I do have uh, an Airbnb also uh, in Galveston um, that actually this month is being amazing. Like you guys, this is the, the time to get started into real estate investing. This is the time, uh, there is so much, um, motivation to sell. Uh, unfortunately it's because of COVID, but it takes a little, something to fix the market and it came out to be this way, right? With um, motivated sellers uh, because of COVID, people who want to sell their house very quickly because of COVID. So, in my first example, I'm talking about, and you know, I've been teaching and doing um, training since. Um, after my first year doing real estate. So I have about seven years on training people how to get into wholesaling and also how to do real estate investing, okay? Um, Like I I say, I have different strategies that we use um, in our homes that we buy from my company. Uh, so it's a cool thing to have a, a wholesaling company because you can implement different strategies. You know, sometimes it's a subject too, or sometimes we come and and we rent them out, or we flip them, or you know, we wholesale them. So the, just this month of July, I um, actually sold six wholesale deals um, that is being totally closed and I have two more on marketing. So if you go to my website, sucasa-usa.com, you're going to be able to see what I have available, but I'm being selling a lot of properties. I do have, um, also five contracts. That means five more wholesale deals that I'm getting this, um, this next week. So if you guys, um, after this, we're gonna put you in my buyers list and you guys are gonna be able to get our emails um, for, for any of these um, deals that we are getting. So let's talk about uh, subject tools, right? So pre-floor crushers, right? Uh, this person and in this example is a divorced, divorce. And so it's a four bedroom, two and a half bath, 30, um, 8,000 square footage house. The after repair value or the ARV is 240 and the existing loan amount is 152. So uh, the repairs on this house is 16 and the equity position is 72. Uh, Okay, So that's what we're looking for when we do and go after preferred closure. So if the house has little to no equity, um, and you're talking with a seller, and sometimes they say, "Okay, I'll give you the house. I don't care. I just take over it, over the house." Uh, not every house that somebody wants to give you is a good investment. Sometimes you gotta walk away uh, because they have different links, and it's not the appropriate house for you, and it's not having any equity position, or they don't have uh, any. Um, you know, you can't. Pretty much do anything with it because you cannot even do a cash flow or rent it for more than whatever they are paying so there is good deals and bad deals and you have to learn in real estate to say no to bad deals and so one of the things that you have to learn is to actually get very good at analyzing um those deals So if you can analyze those deals, obviously you're gonna be making a lot of money, right? Uh, In in this industry. So um, pretty much this is our first example, but we're gonna talk about deed, uh, warranty deed and deed of trust. What that means, right? So pretty much, Uh, The deed is the written document which transfers title or ownership or an interest on a real estate property to another person, right? So it doesn't matter who actually owns the debt. Uh, What it matters is who owns the deed. So if I am on the deed and I transfer the deed to my brother and the debt stays in my name, so, uh, pretty much my brother can continue paying those uh, those mortgages, those taxes, and those insurance, and uh, I can still be on the loan that doesn 't mean that I am the owner I mean my brother, once I transfer the deed to my brother, then I am pretty much uh, not the owner and he can sell the house or he can um, he can sell the house, or he can go ahead and 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 pretty much rent the house, right? So that's what is very important for you to know. The difference is on the on the deed and and also on the loan, right? There's two different things. So uh, warranty deed, okay? What is that? Um, so pretty much uh, the warranty deed is which warranties the seller. Uh, the owns clear title, right? So, so what is gonna give you a warranty deed is the title company. So you have to have an investor friendly title company. There is a lot of them up there, um, and we can just. I'm gonna be open for questions later on. But some of the ones that the one that I'm using uh, currently right now is Momentum Title, and so you can Google it. There is one Momentum Title in, in Galleria. There's one in spring. And so, but there is a lot of title companies, okay, that you can use. They are investor friendly. So those uh, companies are the ones that are gonna guarantee the, the deed to you. And, and they're gonna give you a clear title. So I will say to you, the first thing that you need to do is do this open title and perhaps doing due diligence on being able to um go ahead and and find that um you know how much is really on on the house so i will ask if anybody wants to uh you're talking to a motivated seller somebody who is in a peripheral crusher i will suggest you to go ahead and and go ahead and just ask for um, and a statement from the bank, right? That's the first step. Now, once you have the statement from the bank, doesn't mean that you got it and you're good and less close, right? No, um, that's the first step, just to see how much they are behind, what, how many years are left on the loan, um, what is the interest rate, this and that. So that's very important to have because you, it's like going to the doctor and getting an x-ray, right? So pretty much that's going to give you the details on what the loan that you're taking over now that person can have multiple links on that property so that is one of the things that you need to ensure that this this property only have one link and you're taking over only one mortgage and no multiple mortgage and irs uh, irs links and this and that right um there is so many links that a property can have for example they can have um not only the the link for the property but they can have child support links they can have, I mean, it's too many liens that somebody can, even a contractor can come and put a lien on a property. So before you take over somebody's existing mortgage, you're gonna have to open title. Uh, you, you can do a title search, or you can um, do a sales and purchase agreement with the seller uh, and just put under special provisions that you're taking over the existing mortgage and call the title company and let them know that you are what you're is. it's just taking over the existing mortgage and you're not going to pay uh, the debt okay so if you do this and you just go ahead and 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 do your due diligence and and ensure that you get a title commitment or you get a a title search you're gonna know exactly if this is okay for you to move forward so you know a lot of people comes to me and they're like oh I have a deal and and so I partner with people that, you know, sometimes that you guys don't have the experience, but you do have the motivated seller. And so I do partner with people like that, right? And so they call me and they ask me, hey, do you think this is a good deal? And then I analyze the house, but it's important uh, to do all of this resource, uh, resource uh, research, uh, and ensure that this property is um, is a good deal for you. Okay, so I am always going to be a fan to do that before um, I can say that yes, it, even if I have a, a bank statement uh, with the everything on that, I still need to get a title search. And so the deed, um, there is another thing here called the deed of trust. And pretty much, the deed of trust is um, is a document that states um, which pretty much how much is uh, you're going to let, let me. say, It's pretty much a more uh, document that is gonna tell you um, who is the lender on this property, right? Who has the mortgage uh, on the property? So, so it's a secure uh, is to secure the loan. Okay. This is actually what uh, the deed of trust is. So it secures the loan. So these things are going to be in place. Once you have a house or that you're taking over the existing mortgage. Okay. So if you guys have any any questions, you can ask me at the end of the presentation because I'm gonna just go through this um, very quickly so you guys can uh, take notes and perhaps you can just go ahead and, and take some pictures here. But uh, the promissory note, right? The promissory note is a writing uh, promise by the person and also the bank that is being uh, lent to you, right? That is gonna stay the the interest rate is gonna state how many years is on the loan and and from what time to what time you're taking that mortgage and all of that things. That's the promissory note. It's um, pretty much is gonna stay your obligation to pay this uh, mortgage back, okay? So what is a subject two? So subject two, um, pretty much uh, is the process of purchasing real estate that has an existing mortgage in place, okay? Uh, there is um, pretty much uh, ownership closing that is gonna take place, Place. okay? So um, pretty much uh, this is to acquire properties and uh, under the existing finance, okay? So you're pretty much, you're gonna, take over somebody existing finance if you go with this strategy okay so it's also a great technique Um, uh, so if you do it correctly okay and if you are taking the right mortgage like I say not all the houses are good deals all right so it's very important to know that um, so what are the benefits? You can put a long-term finance, um, having a long-term finance, you can put a tenant in there. Uh, you might require little to no money out of pocket to do this one kind of deals, right? What you are going to do when you're taking somebody's mortgage, you're gonna have to pay whatever they are behind, right? If they are behind um, you know, $10,000, you're gonna have to take and pay that mortgage or whatever they are behind um and and so you can take over um and and you don't have to have any problems with the bank so pretty much the bank is more they are more uh concerned about who um that you are paying the mortgage not that much concern about who pays it, right? So as long as you're paying the mortgage, this is, is gonna be okay, um, you know. So so um, these deals need to be, be making sense. You can wrap the mortgage also and do an owner finance uh, with these kind of deals. And you can also, um, you can do rent to own, owner finance, regular rent. And so it, it, there, you can create different, uh, You can also wholesale or put a house under contract and assign that contract for a fee to another investor, and and you can make five, ten, twenty thousand dollars by doing that. So there is so many different ways that you can make money over these uh, subject to deals. Okay, so who and why? So it has to be somebody that is extremely motivated, right? Motivated seller, uh, and we talk about this with real estate IQ at the beginning. Who is motivated, right? People who is going to foreclosure, divorce, um, and so all of that. So, um, has to be extremely motivated seller who really need to get rid of the property, right? So, sellers behind in their payments. Um, and they are facing the floor crusher, uh, that is, is going to help them to become very motivated and, and help you to achieve your goal, which is getting another property um, and helping uh, someone. So the way I look at it is that these people really need, you know, they have different types of distress. And so they are going through a divorce situation and so rent a property going bad and, um, you know, have payments to make and no renter. That could be an issue, too, for a lot of real estate investors. So, so, yes, um, there is di- different reasons why uh, the best financing is already in place this is long-term financing so every time you take a loan and you buy a property pretty much you're gonna take over this loan and you're gonna pay points so if you're going to if you're an investor here and you're a seasoned investor probably you know what i'm talking about uh you you buy a property with hard money and, and private money and so there, you're gonna pay two, three points to acquire this property. Nothing wrong with that, right? But if you can have a property that you're not paying, having to pay points, then it might be a little bit better because the loan is already in place. Plus, you don't have to also pay uh, the high interest rate because usually hard money loans, um, you know, they they vary that their interest rate could be from 7% all the way to 12% interest rate, okay? So if you don't have to pay that much and you take over somebody's mortgage, it's only 4% interest rate. You fix it and you flip it or you fix it and you put a tenant in there, then it's, it's a good deal for you. Um, So the um, out-of-pocket money might be less because you're only going to pay attorney fees and title search. I think the title search is like $100 title and then, um, you know, that to somebody to do the quick transfer of deed and the paperwork, and this can be done at a title company, okay? They have attorneys there, they can do that for you. You just need to tell them I need um, title search and I need a a quick transfer of deed so this person can sign it. And as long as you have it notarized, it's gonna be legal, then you can go and record it and it's done, right? Uh, So, Pretty much, this is a strategy that is little to the money out of pocket, uh, taking in consideration that you will have to pay whatever they are behind on the mortgage, okay? Uh, those things get report in your credit too, and that's another benefit. So you can own 30, 40 houses and not have it in your credit. I actually own a lot of houses and not, on only one house I have in my credit. So that's another benefit because you don't have to show um, like you over leverage yourself or anything. So it's, it's a good thing too. So the investor buyers has limit purchase uh, funds. This might be the only technique that works for the buyer. So you can also remember, you don't have to have funds to for you to put the mortgage current. You can also um, assign this and do like a wholesale deal on um, subject to deal. So if you come to me and say, hey, I have a client but I don't have the funds to um, close on this, right? Perhaps I'll take over it and give you a fee, or you know, I take over and and I I am the investor who's gonna bring the money to put the mortgage current or something, and partner up or something like that, right? So so there is different ways that you can do this, and you can be very um, creative. So pretty much the documents that you need is uh, the deed, right? Get the deed. That's very important. That's the only document that you really need. I, I have experienced before that I go and put the house on a contract with the seller and then uh, this seller changed their mind and they don't do it. So if you have the document and you can go and just go ahead and and get the deed in your name, that will be better. Uh, You can have an attorney doing a deed and then you can just change it and put every property that you are getting, that's getting to the next level, right? (laughs) So you don't have to pay Uh, attorney fees to do the deed of, or the transfer of deed, because you already have one, and then what you do is changing the address of the property, the legal description, and then you already um, get an attorney to the seller's home and get it signed, and then you have a house. Now, the seller, if you put it on their contract and, and you wait certain time, um, you don't have to record this, right? If you get the deed transferred to you and then you realize, or you do a title search and you see that the property has multiple links, then you don't have to record it. And then you have to talk to the owner and say, hey, I realized that this property has multiple links and it's not going to be good for me. So I just wanted to let you know that I got the deed, but I never recorded it. So that's another thing uh, that you can do. Now, if you put it under contract and you go through through the regular things to do, which is. Put it, the house under contract. Send it to the title company for title search or title commitment. Just to get a title commitment, it takes five or uh, three to five business days. So during this time, these people is thinking and probably talking to the mom, to the dad, to everybody in the family, and the attorney. And then they get very scared and then never call you back. And then you lose the deal. So that's why getting the deed is very, very uh, important. And is the sooner you get it, the better, right? So power power of attorney, you do need to have a power of attorney to being able to talk to people, um, to talk to the banks, to talk to the insurance company, that is key. uh, So you don't have to call the ex owner, right? Or the seller uh, every time you need to speak to the bank. So you also need um, a third party author- authorization uh, to speak with the bank. Or if you have a part of attorney that says that you can talk to the bank, um, that that's enough. Uh, the mortgage information you need that and all the disclosures so you remember there is going to be an insurance that this property is going to have majority of the mortgages have um, a loan um, and the insurance and the taxes and everything is being escrow okay so what you do is have a power of attorney and have the seller act your name on the insurance and and tell the seller that uh, going forward they have to communicate with you so um, so you have to tell the insurance company to send you uh, give them your your um, address and and so they can send whatever claim or anything to you if the house gets burned or something, you have a power of, of attorney, so you can do the claim and 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 you have something i even have something in my inbox i already have all of these documents that i'm talking about created for me just for me to fill it out and send it over um, and so uh, so yes you you need to to have all of these documents are very very important i also have something here that is to sh- to explain to the sellers right how this works and why this is gonna benefit them right so one of the things is why somebody will give you the house technically um, i have people that say just take it i don't want it no, i don't want the money and i don't want anything because they are very stressed out and and they know they own taxes they are behind their mortgages especially right now during this pandemic um I mean business is just blooming for me um because we 're doing a lot of wholesale deals we 're taking over a lot of people 's houses and and it 's because of the pandemic and and so they are losing their jobs this and that so uh it 's unfortunate, but you can benefit from this and 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 if you learn how to do this. Uh, you can just end up with a lot of houses at the end of this year. So I will say that you can focus on wholesaling and also on taking over somebody's existing mortgage. Why I like wholesaling so much is because obviously I'm taking a big equity position when I negotiate those houses. Let's say the house is listed for 200000 and I got it for one fifty, and the value is two fifty, right? The A-R-B. So so I'm I'm buying, I'm making money by buying this property. And so I love wholesaling because if I buy this property, if I find these motivated sellers in this deal, I can make easy ten, twenty thousand dollars just by assigning this contract. I also can make a hundred thousand by buying it. So you have to know all of these things, but um, I don't buy in all of the areas that I get properties, so I wholesale some. And also, we have so many properties right now with my husband. We have um, about uh, two flips that we're doing, and uh, they are in the market, but we invested a lot of money. So, you know, it's better to just make money, money, money with the wholesaling. In some cases, I gonna I pass because it's too much, right? We can take over too many projects, so that's the whole thing. If you focus on wholesaling, and also, um, you know, the wholesaling provides the cash flow. But if you focus on taking somebody's existing mortgage, uh, you can create and leverage some uh, good rentals and create some passive income, and you can also um, do some flips out of this. So this is a great technique, and and. You just need to know that a lot of people is uh, could be uh, scared and say, "What happened with the due on sale cost, right?" So, so yes, that's a possibility. Somebody can can call the loan due because uh, they didn't pay uh one when, when the deed was transferred so but what happened one once you have the house in your name you can refinance and refinance if you have good equity position you don't sometimes you don't even have to come with money um to close okay uh, and we can ask rick some of these questions at the end but we don't have to uh, you know, when you are refinancing a property, you put the deal in your name and then you refinance, you don't have to uh, come to money to close because if you have 80% or 20% equity, pretty much they're gonna lend you up to 80% of whatever value. So that's um, another thing that you can do if the loan is, is called due. Um, now, this thing doesn't happen unless you, don't, uh, you stop making payments on the mortgage and they, they start finding out what happened here, right? Uh, the other thing that you can do to avoid to get that loan to call due is to put it on a trust so a lot of people in my in our industry um get a house in their name and just put um let's say the, the house address is cypress point right where i live uh, you put cypress point trust so the bank will never find out who owns that trust right so the trust is just a piece of document that um somebody can do for you and so, so this trust can be in anybody's name, can be in the property address name or can be on, let's say, FIPS trust, right? But the fifth trust is just a name. But uh, let's say Carlos Montana owns the FIPS trust. So, so the bank doesn't know that you actually exchange titles and because they are thinking, oh, okay, uh, Phipps Trust, the the personal bodies, David Phipps. Oh, okay. So, so you see, there is different ways to do this. I'm, again, I'm not an attorney, and I don't want to get in trouble with anybody. I just, I just, I'm telling you some ideas on how to acquire property subject to, um, and you know, without without having to have the stress on on what if they call this loan due, right? But um, you know, Nick can get you pre qualified um also so you can have if you take somebody existing mortgage and you have that problem there you go uh there is rick uh so rick hi how are you (laughs) you're doing good fantastic okay perfect so one a couple of questions um, you know, when you are going to, I'm telling everybody here that if the house is in their name and the loan is being called due, um, what they need to do to get, uh, refinance the house and how much in, uh, like up to how much you can lend.
3: So we can lend 75 to 80% of the appraised value on the refinances and, um, and then, you know, as far as income, it's all going to be calculated off of your current, off of what you're earning at your employment, and then it's gonna, and then we're going to utilize rents coming in on the property that you're refinancing.
4: Okay, perfect. So, if I take somebody existing mortgage and I have, um, you know, let's say I I own. The loan is 100 and the value is 150. Uh, That means that you can lend me up to 75% of 150, which is 75%. Is 112, right? Yes. So with this 112, um, I can pay your closing fees, right? Is that right?
3: You on refinances, we always like to wrap all of the fees up in the loan when possible.
4: Okay, perfect. So that means that if I take over a $100,000 loan and um, the, the properties were 150, you're gonna lend me 112 and all of the fees are gonna be in there, right? Yes, And, and so that, probably, means there,
3: that there probably wouldn't be $12,000 in fees. So your loan amount would end up going down because we wouldn't be able to give you cash back.
4: Okay, so so if if it's not to one twelve, uh, then you are going to be just charging whatever loans uh, points or whatever closing fees. So it could be even less than one twelve, right?
3: Yes, exactly.
4: All right. So so that just to show here to the to the students or to the people who's online, that they can acquire a property subject to and then get it refinanced with you really quickly, right? How long is the process?
3: Well, so you're the subject to because you don't own the loan, we're probably going to have to have some sort of seasoning. So you're going to have to have made a certain amount of months payments on that loan so that we can verify that you actually have the history with the loan um so you wouldn't be able to do it immediately it would be something that we would have to get i mean probably i want to say 12 months but we may be able to do it for for like three or six months also i have to uh, double check the guidelines on that
4: okay so the idea is to take over the house that is going to prefer crusher pay and whatever mortgage is behind and rent the property. Right. So, if you rented for a year, then if you are thinking because this is a lot of concerns for a lot of investors, right? What if somebody takes a, a they call the loan due, right? If at some point, so I don't, haven't seen that that happens to many cases. They don't even realize that this happened. But if that will happen and they have a tenant, it will be easy to refinance after one year, right?
3: Yes, for sure.
4: Okay, so so that is just to show you guys that there is no anxiety really on on putting a tenant on the house and taking over somebody's mortgage if you can get pre-qualified and get it refinanced. So that goes away. Now, if you take somebody's existing mortgage and you uh, do a flip, then it's a project that takes less than then maybe six months, right? You fix the house and you sell it and then you you get paid. I have done this before where I take somebody existing mortgage, I fix the house and then, then I sell it and I'm done and I'm just getting paid. So if I do uh, you know take over that loan, my goal could be uh, put a tenant or my goal could be uh, fixing the house to resell. And so that's the only two things that you can really do, unless you want to live there, right? <laughs> Other than that, that's it. But Rick is a really good guy. He can help you to achieve those goals to getting pre-approved and refinanced on any properties. And actually they have a really good programs. I think then conventional, you have really low uh, rates, right?
3: Well, what on do? the primary residences, we're we have a program where the highest rate is three uh, percent, and then on the investor properties, I have a few clients uh, with good credit that I'm putting in the low four percent.
4: Wow, that's cool. Uh, so, and that's for investors.
3: Investors.
4: Okay. Perfect. That's that's there. You have it right now. It's very cheap. Uh, The interest rates are really, really low. So if you guys are looking at this presentation for the first time, my suggestions is um, get real estate IQ. I I have real estate IQ and I look for my uh, deals, online deals as soon as um, I don't have anything to do here in the house. I'm looking for deals online. And so they have a really cool tool where you can you can go online and you can um, find these uh, uh, market leads right from the MLS or HAR. And and the other thing is that if you're planning to get uh, serious about getting into real estate, you do need those leads uh, that they send to you on your email. And I do have the upgraded version. Um, how is the name? Premium, right? Premium, where I get um, the phone numbers with the sellers and, and the emails. Um, so I do partner with them because I am also a coach and a trainer. And I do four weeks training on how to wholesale houses. My, my four weeks training right now, I started last um, week. Uh, actually, this is the second week. Um, I do it every other month, and so far, I have two students. One of them has two contracts, and the other one just sent me a deal yesterday, and we blasted out today. So you guys can make five to ten thousand dollars in the next uh, training that I have doing wholesaling, and that one is only four ninety seven. I charge very inexpensive. So for people so they can get started, because when I got started, I didn't have money to really pay an expensive training. So I got into that four weeks uh training and I do it on four weeks because I want people to go and make offers right on HAR so they can get a house under contract with me during those four weeks. So if I give you a training for two days you're not, you're probably going to be lost and you're not going to know what to do and how to move forward. But if I do it weekly, uh, usually I do it from seven to eight thirty every Thursday night. So uh, right now I did July, but you can ask me about the next training, which is going to be in um, uh, September and take the four weeks and do a deal with me i also offer one-on-one coaching and the one-on-one coaching covers everything uh wholesaling subject tools i give you all of my my i already have my attorneys draw all of these documents and i can forward it to you so you can have it as well so i do um on the one-on-one coaching is more personal And I can give you 45 minutes, a free strategy section so you can get, um, you know, to buy houses if that's what you want. And, uh, you can do, uh, flips or you can take over somebody existing mortgage. I sell a lot of properties on our finance, um, wrap um, wraparounds mortgage and I do rent to owns as well. So I teach on my one on one trainings, all of that. So if you guys want to know more, I'm going to send you an invitation after this presentation so you can just join me for 45 minutes It's going to be free and I do it one on one. I'm not just doing a webinar. I do it with with each of you. So you guys can um, uh, Are able to close deals. All right, thank you so much for joining us today. I think I am, we're pretty much done, right? Thank you, Marilyn. There are a
0: couple questions. Um, Rick, there was one in the Q&A. Could the seasoning requirement be waived if the investor puts up another property as collateral?
3: So on the private money side, we will do things like that all the time but conventionally they do not cross collateralize properties through Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac uh, so for your like your 30 year fixed rates they're not going to let you do that. The seasoning requirement is something that um, I'm currently looking at right now um, just to just to get it flat but it's they have to have proof that you're making the payments it's just as it's the same. As when we cancel out a loan, um, I use the twelve months because that's what it takes to cancel the payment. If I'm, if you, if you're the person who was the subject to, and you sent and you uh, uh, assigned your loan to someone else, they would have to make twelve months payments for me not to count that debt against you. Uh, so that is where I'm basing my twelve months on. All right, thank
0: you. Um... Marilyn, Jason asked, is title search enough, or do you need a special provision to ensure you only take over the loan and not debt?
4: You have to do a title search, and that will be enough for you to know that this property only have one lien. Because the title is gonna, and the title search is gonna tell you. And if you don't know how to read title search, I don't know. Um, so I, I have to get on the title, on the on the com, on the phone with the title company and asking, hey, how many liens do you see, right? Because they're gonna send you the title search. It's, it's like a document that says exactly, but it's just very confusing for me. Um, I haven't figured it out, but I talked to the title company about it and they say, no, you don't have to worry. It says that it's only one link and this and that. But if it does have more than one link, they also going to tell you, well, you see it has IRS link, it has child support, it has this and that. So that is when you said I can take over this because it's too much risk. Okay.
0: And yeah, and there are other strategies um where you can make some of those liens go away sometimes or you can negotiate them down and pay them. So there's all different kinds of things you can do um, if, there, if there are liens. Um, Jason asks, what, happen if, what happens if you don't record? That okay, means-
4: so that's a good question. If you, if you get a house under, in uh, in a, in a, in a transfer of deed and you have it notarized, the transfer of deed, but you don't record it, you never own the house because it's not going to show, uh, you're not going to, your name is not going to show on the records, um, you know. but. You know, so pretty much you're never going to be able to say that you are the owner. So the whole thing is to record it uh, at some point if you really want to keep it. Now, if you want to sell it to another investor, because let's say you don't have the money to pay it and put it current, then, um, you know, you put it in, in your name, on your company name, you have the notary and everything stamped. You don't record it until you find another investor. Let's say you keep, you, you have it and you sell it for $10,000 more, right? So you will do the paperwork, but not record it. And then once you find your end buyer, you do another paperwork. So it will be double recording. If that makes sense. Uh, or you can just not record it and put the, the end buyer directly with the owner and then go record it because you already have your 10,000 and they are pretty much paying you to be out of the deal. Is that making sense? So guys, I know all of this stuff. You want, I give you 45 minutes free and one-on-one and you can ask me all of the questions that you may have, but this is really cool. I I do it over and over and and it it works. These things (laughs) works.
0: David asks, uh, do you usually file a memorandum to cloud the title and protect your position?
4: Okay, that's a good question. Um, you don't need to file a memorandum unless you feel like your position is gonna be at risk. If this seller is shopping around other people, right, you kind of know. Um, so then you should uh, go file a memorandum. Uh, the other thing is that if you, if you are making a lot of money on the house, like if you're taking over a hundred thousand dollars on a house, you probably need to file a memorandum, you know, just to ensure that nobody goes around you. And the seller could go and, and sign another contract or something with somebody else.
0: Yeah, and some people do that. For those of you that are new, it's called a memorandum of contract. And so it's an official recording that you have the contract to buy the house so that if they try to sell it with somebody else, and when the title company will see your memorandum of contract, and they will have to work things out with you before they can sell it to somebody else. So that's how that protects you. Um. That looks like all the questions right now. Um, Otto says, how fast and how much is the memorandum?
4: So the memorandum is as easy as just going to to the court and and harris county court and get it filed and so you just need to have a contract with the seller to uh, our the original contract with your signature and the seller signature and go and file it um uh downtown okay and you just need to google with the addresses of the heart, the county uh, downtown. Uh, you can file it yourself, or you can have the title company file it electronically, which that is my preference, right? Um, I just call my title company or my attorney and say, hey, do you mind uh, filing this memorandum? And they can do it within a minute, just online.
0: And there's probably a small fee with that, I would guess.
4: Yes, yeah, there is a fee. It's about um, probably $100 that they will charge you to do it. If they do it, um, the title company or the attorney, Uh, but you can also do it yourself and just bring the contract and it's recorded.
0: All right. Any other questions? Kayla says she would like more insight on your one-on-one
4: coaching. Who? Kayla. Kayla. Contact. Can you text me? You can text me at my phone number. That's my cellular phone. It's 281-806-9743. And just text me your full name, your email address, and I send you a link for a webinar. And it's going to be 45 minutes free, so you can figure it out if this is a good fit for you and if we can work together, okay? You want to give me your number one more time? I'll put it in the chat for them. Yes, was- my phone number is 281 281- Mm Mm-hmm.
0: 806-9743. Okay, that's in the chat for everybody.
4: You can go there and get Marilyn's number and and one of the things that i want to say to you guys is take advantage of these resources that we have like rick and bill i don't know if bill is there but these people is very uh i think bill is one of the people that is key in your business if you really want to uh also um be it's not about making the money uh and i learned this very quickly it's about keeping the money (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you know what I mean. So anyway, uh, making the money is easy. I mean, I can show you all the steps, but Rick Bill is going to teach you how to keep it. And that's very important. I work directly with Bill. He, he referred me to a really good Tax prepare uh, person because I was doing uh, my taxes with the wrong guy. He was making me pay so much. I pay so much. Every time I used to do my taxes. I used to cry, but totally sick about it and then um finally Bill show up and and he's suggesting me this other tax preparer and I'm like oh my gosh you know why I didn't find this lady before but anyway everything is at the right time and I didn't find Bill until recently like at the beginning of the year and then I asked him to sponsor our events but paying taxes and all of that keeping the money man that's that's key. So, anyway, um, I you, Marilyn. I appreciate it. that
2: that support. There is, Absolutely. Here you
4: are. Yes. Yep. And so, Bill, uh, it, it's important that everybody who actually have um, you know a lot of assets and real estate um, goes and talks to you, uh, be, even if you haven't getting it started in real estate, because it will be. Actually, it's better, right, if they haven't started so they can figure it out at the beginning and know when I met you that I'm like, man, I lose so much money already uh, paying so much people and that I didn't really need to pay. So anyway, um, I didn't figure it out until recently that I need to have some systems and some right people working for me. Uh, But... Thank you, Bill, for that. And I just want to encourage everybody. I think you offer something free as well, right? To talk about it, how to set up these people uh, and how to set up their system so they can start making money from the beginning and, and just keeping some of that money, right?
2: Oh, yes, absolutely. It's a free consultation uh, to talk, to see what your goals and values are. And you know if we would be a good fit uh, to work with you on, on accomplishing those goals, absolutely
4: okay perfect so so yes and the other thing is getting pre-approved with rick is key because i i also spend a lot of money on hard money uh and 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 interest rates and i think that getting pre-approved and getting yourself where you fix your credit or do whatever you need to do um you know i bought a lot of property i buy some i bought so much property throughout the years and um but I pay a lot of interest rate. If I have conventional finance in place and I can put myself in a position where I can get this uh, refinance with lower interest rate, that's totally the way to go. So talk to Rick and see how you can put yourself into that position where you can cash flow a lot of money out of your uh, rentals. Yes. All right. There is somebody else that is asking something. I don't know who it is.
0: Um, Larry's asking, how do we get on your mailing list for deals? I think there are referring-
4: a question. After this event, um, real estate, q and I we partner, and we're going to add all of you on my buyers list, okay? So you can get um the deals that were blasting we have a lot of houses that were blasting this next week uh you can also go to my website right now right now i only have two houses that are active that i just um, i start wholesaling because um i sold six that last uh, just within the beginning of this month uh so so but uh, we're getting about five or six this next week so it's important go to the my my website to see the two that i have available it's uh www.sucasa-usa.com It's www.sucasa-usa.com perhaps i can just can you just write it down over there uh for me um and just uh share it with everybody thank you usacom yep it's in the chat all right thank
0: you everyone for joining today thank you rick and bill and marilyn
1: absolutely
2: thank you
4: great- for having us
2: thank you thank
0: you yep so join the real estate iq community if you haven't already and have a great weekend thank Thanks you
4: guys. All. bye have a good weekend everybody
3: thank you For webinar schedules, follow us at our official social media accounts or visit us at www.realestateiq.co.